very good morning. You are listening to Banson Beats on UCC 98.3 FM. It is just gone five past nine. I'm just going to apologize. We had some slight technical difficulties there coming on this morning, but uh, everything is sorted now. So I am your host, Timmy O'Riordan. Uh, I am beyond excited to have my first guest on with me in the studio this morning. She's a singer-songwriter and IMRA nominee. Over the course of her career, she's had many appearances on radio and television, including her own one-hour TV special on RTE. She released her latest album, Find Me, in March of this year. In its first week of release, Find Me was made Album of the Week on RTE Lyric FM's Marty in the Morning. I am delighted to be joined by the one and only Fiona Kennedy. Fiona, you're very welcome to the show. It's this. This feels a bit familiar, does it, Fiona? We had a we had a slight issue with the mics where I may have started the interview, and Fiona Fiona mightn't have been able to be heard. You're very welcome to the show, Fiona. It's great, and listen, was no harm for us to have it's, a little yeah, run through. Yeah, anyway. I think I actually almost forgot to turn on your mic again, there, Fiona. <laughs> this is welcome to student radio. It could be a bit. Uh, it could be a bit chaotic sometimes. Not at all. I know the <laughs> but, feeling. Um, yeah, delighted to have you on, and uh, I feel so so just so honoured to have you on as my first guest. I'm oh, really privileged. You. Yeah, so excited. Um, so I guess just to kick off, um, I'd love to know maybe the significance behind the name of the album, Find Me. Where well, does that come from? Um, Find Me began as a song about a mermaid and a sailor. Yeah. And um, the the sailor is spotted by this siren of the sea yeah. and she connects with him uh, in a telepathic way and gets into his dreams and... That's yeah. kind of when you listen to the lyrics of the song, it it becomes clear. Yeah. But uh, and she's she's in the sea saying, "Come and find me, can you hear me?" Yeah. And you know, I wrote the song as a song, but with a mermaid yeah. and, a, and a sailor. Yeah. But afterwards, I kind of realised the song actually had a double meaning, and it, it was actually me saying to people, "I'm I'm I'm here. Yeah. I'm writing my own yeah. songs." Find me. I've I've been playing Timmy for so many years, yeah. and uh, how, when many, I, how many years now? A bit. Oh Fiona? God, I'd hate to tell you. No, oh. I don't even want to mention numbers. <laughs> I really just say a long hours. time. <laughs> yeah, at least thirty years. Yeah. Oh my God! Way. Wow. And uh, like you know, when I started, it was all about writing my own songs, yeah. and that's what I did. Um, my very first single was a vinyl forty-five, oh and um, my, my own songs on A and B sides. And <laughs> I can't yeah. say I've ever listened to a vinyl Fiona. I'm well, gonna have to I pass. have one at home. I'll have to give you. I'll have to give you a copy. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. But um, yeah, I I sort of um, without boring everybody to death. I sure. kind of um, throughout my career, I've had kind of ups and downs, yeah. and it's, it's, of course, all careers are a roller coaster. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, you know, as a lot of mothers will tell you, yeah. when you when you have kids, suddenly your your own aspirations kind of yeah, have to take, have to, they they have have to take, take a backseat. Back yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. So um, I, I was on my own with a, a nine month old baby and there was yeah. a, I had a, a bit of a hard old time. So it was a matter of go out, play songs, entertain people and make money yeah. and actually buy a house, get yeah. settled, the whole lot. So my own music got left behind. God. And yeah. um I was playing all through, constantly playing, playing music, learning songs. Yeah. Brought out one or two things in the meantime, but, um, you know, really focusing on my own material yeah. w- was put in the back burner. Yeah. So I started back in 2016 again with an album called The Beach and I didn't release any singles off it. I kind of, uh, I was just putting my toe back in the water. Yeah. And then... Um, just during COVID, I just before COVID, I realised what I wanted to do was bring out an all original album, and that's what yeah. Find Me is. So Brilliant. when I meet people at gigs and they say, "God, Fiona, you know, we haven't, you know, I haven't seen you for years. I remember you years ago." Yeah. They keep, you know, people, and I, I say, "Look, I haven't <laughs> gone away. I've been here all the time." Yeah. You know, you're like I'm but right here, like yeah, yeah Find Me, like so. <laughs> no, this is me, kind of. Yeah. I suppose being a bit more vulnerable as well, yeah, and letting people see. You know, in my own my own music, it is kind of scary putting your own stuff out there. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it is. It's a very kind of, I guess, out of all the kind of careers that you have, being a professional musician, it's really you're bearing your soul. Like I guess that's you it. could say, like yeah. any artist, I suppose. Yeah. Any artist, like, yeah. So, absolutely. Um, that's what it is, and yeah. I, I'm just delighted with the the response to the album. Yeah. And just, you know, it, it's had me meeting people like yourself again yeah, and yeah. coming into UCC and yeah. just, it's it's brought so many great things. Yeah. So I'm enjoying, I'm, yeah. I'm rolling with the wave. It's brilliant, great. brilliant. And more great things to come. 
Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> um, so I suppose uh, I just kind of want to start with the the opening track altogether now. Uh, it's one that really kind of resonates for UCC students, I suppose, with mentions of performing in our college bar and walking down college roads, something that we do every day. Uh, I love the lyrics, uh, music and love. That's what life was for. Uh, it's such a lovely way of describing uh, your time in college. Uh, now, I guess my question is, would you say that starting to perform in the likes of the College Bar in UCC, was that one of the stepping stones into your professional music career? Definitely. Yeah, yeah you're totally right. Yeah. It completely got me, you know, on the path that I wanted to be on. Um I didn't do a degree in music. My parents wouldn't yeah. let me. Mm. <laughs> it oh. was, you have <laughs> to do, uh, you know, get a degree yeah. in something that'll make you money. Oh, something realistic. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. realistic. So mm. I did um, an arts degree in languages. Yeah. And um, I did an honours degree in German and Italian. Yeah. So they were very small departments. You mm. know, UCC was a different place when I was there in the yeah. 80s. Yeah. And it was, you know, much smaller. You'd know a mm. lot more people. Yeah. It was, I, I guess, probably a little bit easier to negotiate. And yeah. uh, sure, I spent all my time in inside in the bar <laughs> and the rest playing music. Yeah. And I was quite unusual because it was all fellas. Yeah. You know, but it was a brilliant way of meeting fellas as well. Like, it was <laughs> definitely. <laughs> But um, like it, I was definitely, you know, the odd one out yeah. and uh, but I quickly kind of made my own mark and yeah. just, you know, doing the gigs in the college bar, everybody would gather like, you see, in those days, I guess when there was music on, yeah. people really came for the music. It wasn't just coming for the drink and no. there was kind of music on and uh, just happened to yeah. be music there. People would come for the music yeah. and everybody would know the songs. Everybody got behind the songs. Mm. It was it was a very exciting time. Yeah. And like a lot of the events there were, was, were, were live music. I mean, mm. you know, Rag Week was bands on all yeah. the time. There was bands on in the Arcadia, which was a big ballroom. Yeah. And uh, like the, the dances and everything, you know, like the cowpunchers ball, yeah. the engineers ball, all of mm. those. It was all live all bands. bands. Yeah. And we would go to the ball if we loved the band. Yeah. So then I found that I wanted to do more gigs. So during my college days, um, do you know the pub? I can't remember the name of it. No, it's changed names so mm. often. It's right yeah. next to the courthouse anyway. It was Nestor's yeah. at one stage. I don't know yeah. what it is now, Brewdog um, or something. Oh God, yeah. You know it's, it's one of those chains now, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it uh, I know the one kind of... Yeah. You know what? It was yeah, right. It's I right do, adjacent yeah. Just to the courthouse. To the, yeah. Used to be called the Courthouse Tavern. It was a oh, legendary okay. place. Yeah. So I started running gigs upstairs in the Courthouse Tavern. Yeah. And Declan, the owner, who now owns the Wine Tavern, actually, yeah. in um, up in Dillon's Cross, mm. um, he gave me full reign to run a songwriter's night. So I was doing one night a week in there, charging, yeah. I don't know, two pounds or something in. Brilliant. I'd set up my gear and I was meeting loads of other songwriters and it, it really gained momentum ah, and gave me good. huge experience, yeah. you know. So it's great networking, like, because it it's an important, like in the music industry, I'd say that's important. Oh, vitally yeah. important. And playing in the All of Max then, yeah. once a year, there was um, the College Review. Oh, okay. So, yeah. The, yeah, your current uh, professor, Professor O'Donnell, him, who's a music <laughs> professor, yeah. he used to play in it. He was amazing. Brilliant. He was a brilliant piano player and singer. And yeah, so all of us were in there doing our thing. And it it was definitely, most definitely nice. a huge grounding yeah. uh, for me in, in, in music, even though I wasn't a music student. No. Yeah. But I would have loved to no. have been. Yeah, it can, it can be kind of nice though, I suppose maybe just kind of have a bit of a bit of variance in your life like that you were kind of doing something different and then you could kind of like music wasn't something academic it was something that you were just doing because you love it that's a very good point yeah, that very you might have maybe point. maybe you might have saved yourself there yeah, yeah you're right yeah. actually yeah very yeah. true not uh not dissing any of the music students now but <laughs> <laughs> um so I think Fiona, uh, I'd say that leads us nicely into our first song of the morning. Uh, it is the opening track to Fiona Kennedy's latest album. Here is All Together Now. Strange familiar feeling 
listening to Bants and Beats on UCC 98.3 FM. This is the uh, Fiona Kennedy special this week. Um, that was Fiona Kennedy's All Together Now. Uh, it's one of my favourite tracks of her latest album, Find Me. Um, so Fiona, Find Me was released in March, not long after its release. You did a nationwide tour in some of Ireland's top live music venues. Uh, I'm going to name a few here now. Whelan's in Dublin, Monroe's in Galway, Collins in Cork, the American Bar in Belfast, and a sell-out gig in the iconic Sea Church in Ballycotton. Is touring something that you love to do as an artist? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this, this tour like was a special tour yeah. because I was playing in venues where people come to hear music. Mm. You know, um, I'd spent so many years in the sort of middle of my career, playing in places where people were just there. I was playing. Yeah. They weren't coming especially to hear me, you know. So um, I was earning a living, basically. Mm. This was something where I was putting together a, a tour. People were buying tickets, you know, coming in to hear us. If, oh, my God. It was just, I loved every gig. Yeah. Just didn't want them to end, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was fabulous. And um, Collins, now in town, we, we launched the gig in Collins. Yeah. Or the gig, we launched the album in Collins. Yeah. Um, that was a sellout and I'm looking forward to playing there again now uh, before too long, hopefully. 
And um, then the big one was in, in Ballycotton in Sea Church, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's a fantastic venue. It's up in Ballycotton, oh, just yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And just the feeling of warmth. In, yeah. the, in, in the place, you know, yeah. when you're playing your hometown. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's amazing. Deal, yeah. And yeah. to have a sellout show as well. Oh, must it was be incredible. So exciting. We had so yeah. many sold out shows. Yeah. I was shocked, but I did get a fair old bit of airplay. And yeah. altogether now got on to the, um, the RTE recommends list, yeah. which is a big thing. It's brilliant. You know, yeah. so the, I, I was getting played like by all this, the, yeah. the DJs and, um, that kind of made a huge difference then to the gigs outside Cork. Yeah. So when we went to Dublin and Belfast and all that kind of stuff, you know, the airplay really was vitally yeah. important. Yeah. Um, Travelling and stuff is a bit wearing all right. But, yeah. I, you know, I thought, God, are you, am I able for all of this? No, I'm like, getting on a bit. And sure, for goodness sake, I was yeah. flying. I was on a high, yeah. you know. No better woman. Oh, like, just, yeah. just great. And yeah. my hobby, Andy, is amazing. Like, yeah. he did the driving so that we got to the gig and I was fresh and all the lads were yeah. all set for the band and you know it was it was just great my yeah. wingman is a guy called Billy Kennedy yeah. who um, has played with me a lot and uh, Billy's a great old spirit on stage yeah. too oh, so we lovely crack met so many people yeah. so there'll be another tour now coming up again fairly oh, soon and yeah. there's talk of doing some stuff in Germany too but like in my time I've toured in New Zealand uh, Kazakhstan oh the States I've, I did a lot of tours Doing, like, pretty much, yeah. You know, done your rounds, yeah, like, yeah. And in the early sort of 15, 20 years of my career, like I, yeah. I did a lot, you know, yeah. Which was, you know, I was very lucky, really, very yeah. privileged. New Zealand was amazing, yeah. It was for the America's Cup, which is a big sailing event mm. that's on, and uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to get uh, a little tour over there, so Brilliant. that was one of the, one of my really yeah. <laughs> exciting ones, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And um, how would you? Would you find that kind of doing shows at home, would you prefer the international shows or would you prefer doing the shows at home? Like, what do you think? How does it compare? Um, hard to say. Yeah. No, both are kind of special. Yeah, they can, I, they're different, I they're suppose. They're very yeah. different. There, there's more pressure, I think, when you're at home. Yeah, because people know you. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. they know you. And they've come to see you, yeah. When it's your own yeah. crowd, you really are, yeah. you know, you've got to put on your, yeah. your your best show. But when you're abroad, I suppose being Irish as well does help. Yeah. Um, I used to, like, get, you know, have huge crowds in Kazakhstan, yeah. I suppose, because I'm a, I was the only Irish person for miles <laughs> around. But all the any of the expats then, British and Scottish people, yeah. would all flock to the gigs as well. Brilliant. So, yeah. So I think definitely more pressure on a, with a home crowd. Yeah. But um, just kind of, you have just an, an overall just love of touring and kind of live performances, I suppose. It's kind of, yeah. that's what it's all about really in the end, because I know recording the album is exciting as well and going to the studio and stuff. But I suppose the live performances are where you really get to see kind of an audience's reaction to the music. That is exactly right. Yeah. And I do believe that an artist proves themselves in their live shows. Mm, I yeah. think you've no business doing this if you're not able to go out yeah. and stand in front of a crowd yeah. and and play i mean my i suppose my biggest and most exciting gig yeah. was opening for chris christopherson it was a crowd oh, of yeah. sixty thousand people i know in yeah. parky queen <laughs> i now, had that noted down just to ask you next and uh you got there before me yeah. so brilliant yeah you're f so that's probably one of your favorite gig of all time is it that was oh, yeah. definitely it's I so special still, isn't it yeah i mean what a buzz like and and at that time i mean i was standing there to me on my own with yeah. the guitar yeah. Like I had no loop pedals. I had nothing, no backing. Oh my nothing. God. It was me and the guitar, 60,000 people. And they all sang along. Everybody got it. Like I did, um, You've Got a Friend, You Got a Friend. Yeah. You know that one? Yeah, yeah, They yeah. all started singing. Oh my God. God, that's fantastic. Um, and I just lashed it out. Like um, Chris Christopherson was standing at the side of the stage yeah. kind of waving and putting his, giving me a thumbs up. Yeah. Of course, I had no phone to be taking <laughs> pictures or anything. Yeah. I mean, it was, I was so it's, naive. Um, like, it was such a huge moment. I do have some pictures, but like, yeah. not enough. you know enough. what? It's, it's more the memory of it, really, isn't it? Because you oh, kind of have yeah. that. You, I can see it now in you, like, that you have that feeling of, I can see the feeling of just kind of being in front of 60,000 people having Chris Christopher's on the side. Yeah. Not many people get to experience that in their lives. No, like, it was just, no. it was unbelievable. And yeah. like, I mean, um, when what's his name Ed Sheeran came to yeah. came to Ireland, you know, he played in Parky Cueven. Mm. It was a big deal made yeah. that he played with just on his own with the guitar. Yeah. But he had a load of pedals and he had a big back and tracks. Yeah. He had a load of yeah. technology. You, you were, were you, were there, first, you were there first, Fiona. You were there first. Yeah, you, you were there without the tech, like. 
See, yeah. well, I think we should get on Dade. Yeah, Bring him definitely. There. Yeah, I'd Ed? say sure. If you if you could support Chris Christopherson, you can surely support Ed Sheeran. Like, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, God, that um, that's an exciting one. That was back in 1985. Is that? Am I right there? Yeah, that was Shimsa, 85. Kushli. Yeah, yeah. A tongue twister there. Um, yeah, God, that's. Uh, I that's was. Ju- I think I was in my final year of college. Yeah, I you're think. only in your final year of college. Yeah, so young as well to be doing it. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. And were um, you nervous? No, I was no. mad for it. I was for all it, yeah. go. I was probably. I'm sure I was a little bit nervous yeah. now in the run up, but I wasn't paralyzed with nerves no, or anything. No. You know, I just. I did. I guess I didn't realize either. It was when I st- stood out onto the stage yeah. that I realized, holy cow, this is real. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I guess um, it kind of does show that you're kind of made for the live performances though like if you can go if you say you kind of weren't feeling nervous going up on stage there like in front of 60,000 people like that's where you're meant to be well I think yeah. when you can play for the UCC Canoe Club with a <laughs> big gang of <laughs> people roaring for more and saying come on give us another one if you have to entertain yeah. them you so, can do yeah. anything all stems back to the college bear that's it you see brilliant um so the next song I'm going to play, Fiona, is your new single, uh, White Thorn Tree, which came out only a week ago. Um, one of the lines that I like in the song is a bride in May and a fool in September. I think that's just a really nice, really nice line. Uh, is the song about kind of, kind of a love story that maybe didn't quite have the fairy tale ending? Is that kind of? Yeah, well, well spotted. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Um, the White Thorn Tree is, um, well, white thorns have a lot of old folklore associated yeah. with them, you mm. know. Again, I suppose going back to the my interest in Irish folklore and um, my own, I suppose, my own experience, my own marriage broke up and like it kind of set off a train of events that changed my the course of my life. Yeah. And uh, I think all that stuff subconsciously came into my songs. I wasn't even thinking about that when I wrote that song. Yeah, yeah. Again, it was a story. It was a fable about a, a woman who was trying to sneak away. She was hoping that he wouldn't hear the creak when as she got out of the bed and snuck down yeah. to go down by the white thorn tree. And yeah. she was tiptoeing out, afraid that the husband would hear her. <laughs> and she went down and, uh, you, you know, it's meant to be bad luck to yeah. sit near a white thorn tree at yeah. night because... Um, in the old stories, it's where the the little people they could actually spirit you away. You'd you'd sleep and you think you're asleep for half an hour, yeah. and you'd be missing from your home for weeks on end. And they they brought you into the dune or the rat, and you were you were handed a fiddle or an instrument that you may not even know how to play. Yeah, you found mysteriously you could play it, and you were entertaining the the little people that's, for for a huge big party for hours on end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was one of the stories. So. Yeah. She she meets a mysterious soul yeah. under the white thorn tree, and it doesn't sort of the story kind of ends open ended. I guess you don't know what happens. The sun comes up, and the t- in my mind anyway, herself and this mysterious person just kind of fade away into the distance. Okay, yeah. So that's the kind of story behind yeah, it. It's lovely. Um, it's yeah, it's a really really beautiful um beautiful piece. Um, I think that now that we have the inside scoop. From you, Fiona, we're gonna um, we're gonna play your brand new single, White Thorn Tree. Enjoy. It was a winter's night. She was feeling restless. One of those stone cold nights when the moon has blessed us.
are listening to Bants and Beats, uh, the Fiona Kennedy special on UCC 98.3 FM. Uh, that was Fiona Kennedy's new single, White Thorn Tree. Um, I just love the harmonies on that track. Just absolutely beautiful, Fiona. Um, I think that's one of the things that has kind of stuck out to me from this album. Uh, really beautiful kind of haunting harmonies. Uh, and you record those yourself and you don't use backing singers. Am I right? Well, um, really, I, I kind of did the, all the, the backing vocals myself yeah. because I couldn't yeah. afford to be bringing in backing no. vocalists. Yeah, I'd imagine. That's the yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's all, you know, it's it's so expensive to record. Like, yeah. it's just unbelievable. Um, the producer of that song, No To Me, is um, Christian Best, who produces mm. Mick Flannery. Oh, very and, good. Um, yeah. Um, so he was the one who kind of got me to do all those layered um, harmonies. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that at all. So he got me to do one. Then he said, could you do another harmony of that? No. And he kind of guided me in very gently yeah. into a whole. So we got a whole kind of a vibe going. It's really, um, really lovely. It kind of has that lovely kind of, um, cause sometimes the music doesn't like, I think kind of adds kind of a richness and a real kind yeah. of richness to the, your vocals and, um, just that kind of layered, it's just beautiful, like I kind of... And it suits the song, I think, too, because it's kind of a spooky... That's why I brought this song out in particular yeah. for, at Halloween time. Because okay, yeah, it's, it's, kind of, it's yeah. got that supernatural... It does have that kind of feeling, yeah. Because you, you said, yeah, about, the, uh, about your kind of interest in folklore and that there is kind of... There's an element of, you know, go out to the... That the fairies are going to uh, take you down to the dude and make you play a, an instrument. Exactly, like, yeah. And, the uh, other realm, you know, yeah, the, other the other side. Realm. Like, yeah, just yeah. through the gossamer veil. And that's, I think that that the harmonies and all that kind of add they do to add the kind atmosphere. Of a, yeah, kind of a haunting kind of feel. Like, yeah, exactly. it's, it's kind of, um, I really, really like it. Um, so your lovely harmonies brings me on to kind of you as a vocalist. Now, Jack O'Rourke, another fantastic Irish vocalist, said, Fiona is an artist with a glorious voice, a mix of Emmy Lou Harris and Chrissy Hines. Would these be artists that you take inspiration from? Yes, absolutely. And Jack blew me away with the, with that quote. I was just delighted. Thrilled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's an artist that I have huge respect yeah. for. And um, he actually played for the launch of the album in Collins. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And we did um, a version of his coffee song together. He's mm. got a great song called yeah. Coffee Song on his album Wild Place. But um, yeah, I I would have been hugely influenced in my college days. Like we were all playing Neil Young, mm. um, James Taylor, yeah. Bob Dylan. Yeah. They were all, all my, big. Yeah. my sort of yeah. icons at, at that time. And it was all those songs we would have been playing in the college bar, you know. Brilliant. Um, yeah. And then I suppose as I went on, I, I really got into all, the, I loved the the female vocalist with the yeah. big voices, yeah. the big blues voices. Yeah. Etta James, like I oh, recorded yeah. um, The Blues Fantastic. Is My Business, which is a song that she recorded. Yeah. And, um, I recorded a Joe Banamassa song on my album The Beach. Yeah. Um he's a an American blues player um called Asking Roan for You. So a lot of the blues singers were a very big influence on me. Mm. I used to go to the music library, like when the music library opened in town, it was a huge thing for yeah. me. Um it was all vinyl. So I'd be going down on the bike with the backpack and I'd get <laughs> my supply of vinyl oh, cycle home and <laughs> I'd be learning stuff off all these yeah. records, you know, it, but it was a brilliant education yeah. in music for me. And I loved all the old blues, Bessie Smith, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Nowadays, um, I would, again, Jack, I, I'm a huge fan. Um, I'd say um, a lady called Joss Stone. Mm. Um, she's a, an English blues singer. I went to see her in Vicker Street. And yeah. um I also saw actually recently in Cypress Avenue, Katie Tunstall, you know, okay. Black Horse yeah. and the Cherry Tree. Woohoo. You know that song? I think I do. Yeah. yeah. She's a Scottish lady mm. and she was amazing live yeah. as well. Cheryl Crow, I'm a huge fan oh, of. Cheryl Crow, yeah. I drove to Sligo after the Jazz Festival, after doing about seven gigs in the Jazz Festival, we drove to Sligo to see her. Oh my God. A couple of years ago before That's COVID. Commitment. I know. <laughs> yeah. I just had to see her. I yeah. couldn't believe she was Stackers, playing in Ireland. Yeah. And I was really up close to the stage. Oh, it brilliant. was so worth yeah. the journey. Fantastic. Yeah. So um, so would you kind of say that, um, like you've mentioned a few artists there, would there be one really in particular that sticks out as kind of the artist of your life, someone that kind of, that is just particularly special to you? Um, I'd say Carol King. 
Carol King. Yeah, yeah. Carol King is an amazing songwriter, wonderful singer, and mm. she was. Um, I I was privileged to actually meet her and play with her oh, in New York. I, I spent some time in New York yeah. um, in the eighties, and I kind of um, I was playing in a place called the Red Lion in yeah. Bleecker Street, mm. which is still there. Yeah, and. Um, I used to play with a guy who uh, was a, an old hippie uh, bass player. He just kind yeah. of ambled in one day and started playing along with me. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. I got <laughs> to know who he was then uh, after a couple yeah. of weeks. One day this lady came in and the whole place stopped. Now I had built a very big following in this place. And yeah. uh, this lady came in and I, I didn't know who she was like. She no. was really low key, no makeup, no kind mm. of a berry on her. You know, she'd yeah. bring a berry. Yeah. And she came up and said, hi, uh, do you mind if I do a song? And uh, the guy that was with me yeah. um, said, oh my God, Carol, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure. Come on. He knew yeah, her, of course, knew, yeah. from the, the downtown scene in in um, in Greenwich Village, yeah. which is where Bleecker Street is. So, jeepers, we did You've Got a Friend. So, come on, honey, you sing. So, I was singing. She was playing piano. I mean, so that I played it with else. Carol King. It was oh just incredible. That yeah. was New York. Anything, Anything could happen, could happen. Yeah. in the 80s. God, it's, yeah. And there's actually, I was watching a documentary. I digress here now, but there's no. a documentary on, on Netflix at the moment about John Gotti again yeah. in the 80s. And oh, I remember all of that. Like, <sighs> So, yeah, but the Carol King thing was amazing. So yeah. she would be a very special artist. Very special artist for me. Brilliant. Um, I guess so the next song I'm going to play, it went straight into the iTunes chart at number one on its release. Uh, here is Fiona Kennedy's The Place of My Resurrection. My resurrection Take me to the land Where I'm meant to be No playing it safe And no To the place of my 
Now, that was Fiona Kennedy's The Place of My Resurrection on UCC 98.3 FM. All the music that we have played on the show so far has been off Fiona's latest album, Find Me. You can listen to that on Spotify. It's also available on CD. Uh, I really like that each song I've played has had a different vibe from the previous one. I get, That's a very kind of, very kind of, Gen Z kind of word, isn't it? The vibe we were always saying, different vibe, <laughs> different vibe. Um, but then the album is all kind of tied together by uh, Fiona's unique vocal style. Fiona, could you say it's true that uh, you like to mix up your genres and keep things fresh? Because I think on this album alone, we hear touches of blues, uh, rock, folk, and even some gospel. I'm just so chuffed that you picked up on that, yeah. Timmy, because a lot of the time people ask me, what style of music do you play? And yeah. I never know no. what to say yeah. because I guess I, I, I enjoy singing in different styles. Yeah. And when I write a song, I don't write it specifically in a style. No. I, it, the song kind of comes and it happens organically. Yeah. And sometimes they, they do have a gospel kind of a thing. And so I guess, I suppose... The producer has something to do with it as well. Yeah, of with course, the recorded yeah. version There's of the song influence, yeah. will will yeah will have a, a a leaning towards a certain style. Yeah. So maybe when I'm playing something live, they might sound more similar, yeah. you know, or with just a guitar. Yeah. Like there's three, there's three producers on the album, isn't there? So there could be kind of differences there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there's Cormac O'Connor yeah. did that last one. No, um, place of my resurrection. Yeah. Love that one. And yeah. um, I did a song with Declan Sinnott. Mm. And also, uh, he, he's the man who's worked with Mary Black for so many years. Yeah. And uh, Mick Flannery then um, has used Christian Best. Yeah. So Christian recorded then, or he produced six of the, of the tracks. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Um, I guess kind of speaking of musical genres, there is one genre in particular that will take the spotlight this weekend uh, in Cork for the Guinness Cork Jazz Festival. Fiona, where will we find you this weekend? You will find me all over town. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Actually, I didn't even, I hadn't copped that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you'll have to be fast. Um, I am flat out, everybody, for the jazz. So I'd love to see. Jimmy, yeah. you've got to come to a gig now oh, as absolutely, well. absolutely, I need to yeah. buy you a pint after absolutely. all of this. I'd love to. Definitely. Um, during the day, I'm in the Clayton Hotel. Yeah. In uh, That's the one on the boardwalk. Um, there, it's a lunchtime gig. From one o'clock to three o'clock, we'll have the full band and it's free. There's no cover charge. Yeah. So come on in, drop in for a, a coffee or a pint, whatever. Then every evening um, on the Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I'm in the Metropole Hotel in the Festival Club, which I'm honoured to announce because it's it's such a great place to play. Yeah. Um, and I've done that now for the last several years. Um, I've been associated with the Jazz Festival for a long, long time. Mm. And um I'm thrilled to be in the festival club for the three nights of the festival. Then on Monday, I'm going to be doing a, a new gig for me in the Marina Market. And that's at oh, one fantastic. o'clock. Yeah, yeah, it's a lunchtime gig again. That'd be a lovely place so to it's play. like a, yeah, yeah brilliant. It's, it's a great kind of, kind of, just kind of trapment of people as well. Like there's so much footfall goes through the market yeah. that there'll be loads in. They'll all yeah. be walking up and down. And yeah. yeah, we played there for Soul in the City. Um, that was just at the end of COVID for yeah. that festival. Um, but I never played there for the jazz. So Monday at one o'clock in the Marina Market as well. And I'd be delighted, folks, if any of you um, are on Spotify, uh, Spotify followers are really important. I didn't realise yeah. that until yeah. lately. Yeah. So if anybody would uh, enjoy the music, I'd be thrilled if you'd follow me on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, my Instagram is Fiona Kennedy Music. Same uh, um, on Facebook as well and Twitter. So um, any follows at all would be fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah, we can continue as well to kind of plug that on the show because I think after today, we'll definitely be playing more Fiona Kennedy on Bants and Beats every week. I oh, think it's because um, I just love the album. Um, Brilliant. I thanks guess I, I kind of want to talk a bit as well. Um, I know we're kind of coming towards the end of our time, but I want to talk a bit. You, would you be interested in playing? I know every... Every summer we have Summer on the Quad. In, oh, wow, Timmy. I, yeah. t- summer on the Quad is yeah. on my bucket list to do. Really? Oh, I have been at all the concerts. I've seen Karen Underwood. I saw um, Desperado, the um, the Eagles tribute band yeah. last year. I saw Karen Casey. Yeah. And every year I've been thinking, oh, man, I would love to do this gig. And sh- wouldn't you so, be, you'd be the perfect person to do it? Like, because you're so too. not just, not <laughs> just a, a fabulous artist, but... Also a UCC alumna, like that's a... I'd love to, oh yeah. yeah. So that's kind of, that's on I the bucket to, list. Yeah, I think that's, um, 
yeah, we'll definitely have to get in touch with people in college and get that sorted for you because Brilliant. that is, yeah, we oh, love, we'd love to see you at summer. Oh, it would be I'll so great. I'll definitely be there. I'll definitely Thanks, be there. Thanks, Timmy. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm conscious of time. Uh, I know I could probably sit here and talk to Fiona for the day, uh, but we only get the hour. So um, I know that you're currently working on new material for your next album, Fiona, including a song inspired by renowned travel writer and Waterford native, Dervla Murphy. Could you maybe tell us about that um, without giving too much away? It's always good to be mysterious, but just tell us a bit about kind of what's going on with that at the moment. Well, I'm I'm writing lots of new material. Yeah. Um, I promise I'll try and keep away from the Irish folklore. No. <laughs> We've loved to hear about the Irish folklore. <laughs> I, I literally know, yeah. I hadn't kind of copped that at all, kind of within the album that it's all kind of coming from folklore. That's really, really interesting. And that's where the kind of like I was kinda of thinking about Find Me and that I wouldn't even have thought about it's a story about a mermaid. Like that's I know. fantastic. Some of the songs yeah. anyway are yeah, connected. Some of them are kind yeah. of some of them are connected to folklore and some yeah. are some are a bit more uh well, some are kind of personal stories. stories. Yeah, personal like, stories as well. Yeah. Of but course. I think really, I mean, uh, the song about Dervla Murphy um, came about because a friend of mine, Ethel Crowley, yeah. is launching a book. Actually, it's in Waterstones next Wednesday. Anybody who is interested in Dervla Murphy as a writer, um, the launch is in Waterstones at half past six. And I'll be performing a song that I wrote about Dervla Murphy because I've been a longtime fan of hers. Yeah. Um, since I first went to the States, my mum handed me a book of Dervla's travels. Yeah. I was nervous. Mum said, look, read that now in the plane and that'll ease your nerves because she was a traveller who went through hell and high water. She cycled to India in the 60s on her own from Ireland. <laughs> cycled a on a bike. Yeah. And <laughs> she, since crazy. then, like, she went all over the world. She's passed away last May, but oh, Ethel um, has put an anthology together of yeah. all her writings. She's a very important um, Irish writer and uh, this anthology Ethel has put together is amazing. And I'm just honoured to be uh, playing yeah. the song Brilliant. at that. So yeah, that's one of one of the, the songs that... Um, that I've been working on yeah. and uh, it's just a matter of really spending the time focusing on work yeah. and stuff is coming together there's a lot of new styles coming into my new music as well yeah. oh, which brilliant. is interesting yeah, yeah fantastic so I'm getting it's always kind of good because it's always important to kind of keep things fresh I suppose but like you definitely. kind of I guess your voice is just so lovely to listen to like it's so unique and kind of it can work with so many different styles that you can kind of go in any direction with that your newer music. It's a curse and a blessing, a curse you know, and, a and blessing. thank you so yeah. much for your yeah. kind words. You're very kind. It's it's like, yeah, people, they want to put you in a pigeon, they want to pigeonhole you, really. Yeah. People like having a genre, particularly radio DJs and <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff, really, you know, record labels. But, um, I, I suppose I enjoy singing so yeah. many different types of music. Yeah, not to be put in a box as well. Like you don't kind Definitely. of want to. I don't want to be put in a box. No, no. At this stage, no. No, I'm going to do what I want to do, and you know, if people like it and enjoy it, and I think that the key behind it all is you. You want to entertain people as well and connect That's with it. them. Yeah, it's the connection with people that I enjoy. I think actually, yeah. I'm realizing that now. You know, I yeah. mean, a, a few years ago, I had to sit down and think. What, what do you want? What is it that you want? And that's what made yeah. me realise I want to do an album. I want to do all my own music. And that was the, the sort of catalyst then yeah. that set me back on the road again. So it's, I feel like I'm starting all over again, Timmy. Yeah, starting yeah, all over again. But sure, isn't that kind of great though, like to just kind of, I guess, kind of have a clean slate and you're kind of working with something new that like yeah. you kind of had maybe... Uh, a kind of different perspective earlier in your career where you're yes. kind of, you know... Definitely. You're kind of maybe had kind of you were playing supporting big artists like Chris Christopherson and stuff and that's all very exciting and uh but now you kind of have this new kind of area where you're focusing on you and you're focusing on what you want which is to to get to make your own music exactly in whatever style that you want and uh it's all because that's it's all about really in the end kind of just as you said kind of connecting with people because that's that's who make that's you make the music worth it. Like, because if you think if there's no people, sure, who are you making the music for? Like, that's it. Yeah. And you, you feed off their energy, yeah. you see, you know, and uh, like it's getting to know yourself as well so that you can actually connect in an authentic way. Yeah. And like we said at the beginning, you have to, sometimes you have to lose yourself to find yourself. Yeah. And I, I think I've found myself a bit with this album. It's yeah. helped me to kind of get to know myself and what's in yeah. there and what I, you know, and made me feel more confident, I suppose. Yeah. In, performing my own music Brilliant. so um, and doing stuff like this now is 
absolutely great. You're yeah. so kind to have me on. It was great. And yeah, you're so, so enjoyable. You're so, so welcome as well to come on the show whenever you like. Like, because where if you ever Brilliant. have any kind of album to promote or if you have gigs to promote, sure, Fab. we've we've talked our way through about an hour here, like, and it's felt <laughs> like five minutes. It's really been mad. Um, Fiona, it has been beyond a pleasure to have oh, you on you. the show. Uh, and as I said, you're welcome very 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 welcome anytime at all on the show uh i always say on here my my quest to find guests is endless <laughs> so uh thank you so much and if you haven't done so already go and download fiona kennedy's album find me on spotify how can we get the cd fiona is that um so you get it from my website your, it's fionakennedy.ie or you can get it on bandcamp if you're on bandcamp um, that's a great way of buying music Brilliant. and the, the the money goes directly to the artist yeah so um fionakennedy.ie Bandcamp. Don't forget to follow me on Spotify and, of course, on YouTube. I have lots of great videos to go with some of those songs yeah. as well that you've heard, that you've played Brilliant. to me. So um, if you follow me on YouTube, I'd be thrilled as well. Brilliant. And uh, I might see you over the jazz. Absolutely, Fiona. I will I will 100% be coming to that gig now. I'd love great. to see you live. Uh, so we're going to leave you on the titular song of Fiona's album, Find Me. This has been Bounce and Beats on UCC 98.3 FM. It's been the Fiona Kennedy special. Uh, this show will, uh, I'm planning to have it available as a podcast on the UCC Spotify podcast channel. So I'll keep you updated on that on the Bounce and Beats Instagram. Um, thanks so much again to Fiona. And here is Find Me on UCC 98.3 FM. Of a vision yet unseen.